As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to No Bunts, the show for the casual baseball fan on the Athletic Network. Brought to you by your sport-loving friends here at No Ducks. We love sports <laughs> so much over here. I got a man sitting beside me with a baseball glove. That man is Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. Hey, hey yo. yo. Uh, we got a baseball <laughs> liker to my right here. And, <laughs> and we'll get to why he likes baseball, not loves baseball, a little bit later in the show. Lee Ellis. Friends. Lee. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, Lee. Uh, look, I like the game. I, I mean, uh, it's got to keep my attention. That's the challenge for baseball. I'm, I'm totally with you. Yeah. Uh, and a man who likes another sport, the man making the magic happen, JD. Hello. We'll get into your pickleball update a little bit later, JD. <laughs> it's a pickleball update. I played it once, literally once, and it's an update. Yeah. yeah. So Update us. Stay tuned for that. Yes, you better You better stay tuned. I said our sports-loving friends here at No Ducks. We got sports for everything. We got no breaks. We got a bunch. We got Survivor starting soon. Mm. That is my second favorite sport, actually. Survivor. Mm. <laughs> you put on a good show at the Braves game that we'll get to in just a second. But just just a pitch ahead, uh, we'll get oh, to nice. beach stepping, baseball style. Wow. We'll, we'll talk about whether Pujols or Aaron Judge's home run chase is more interesting. I, thought, I think Ooh. this is a good question. I think we'll have some varying debates. Uh, we'll talk about transactions that got us really excited hopefully you guys got some baseball <laughs> transactions that got you really excited. all right we'll get that pickleball update but first yeah that braves game uh that we went to on friday that is the update you are here for <laughs> braves versus marlins at truest park i went down a little bit earlier than you guys i was uh i was ready for the rain my mother-in-law gave me a poncho as uh, Trey notes that I've got a little piece of toilet paper stuck to my Adam's apple because I cut myself this morning shaving. <laughs> a little nick. I was trying not to say no, anything. No, no, no. I was waiting for a cutaway. So I, could do it I thought we were going to a photo yeah. right away, man. I don't mind. I don't mind. I think it's a good look. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm going to pick that up and put it back on. Um, but, yeah, the forecast was for, for rain. Trey mm-hmm. texted earlier in the day, and he said, I hope we don't get rained mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got lucky. Yeah, I got uh, my mother-in-law packed me a poncho. That's love. Uh, I said I don't need it. I'm a, I'm a tough baseball fan. I will I will find cover. I don't need a poncho. But uh, uh, anyway, I got there early, which was really nice. I got there at 5 Eastern for a 720 game. 
and uh, our friend uh, Seb at Terrapin let me in early. We had a, we had a bud who let us in there, so I was there before the lineups, and it was just. It was beautiful. The silence was beautiful on the ball field because no one had come come in, and I got to watch the warm ups. As in batting practice? Nah, there was no BP at the time, but guys were throwing some long <laughs> toss. You could really appreciate how hard they were throwing. We had, yes, love we a had, long toss. Uh, Dansby Swanson, captain of the infield, was on his knees. He had a towel underneath his knees, and Ron Washington, mm. the infield coach, was about five six feet away hitting little shots to him. He was working on his backhand, forehand, transfers. It was pretty cool. You saw all the starting pitchers going through their off-day routines. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots lots of uh, resistance band work. Listen, the silence of the uh, the ball field is beautiful. It, it was wonderful. Just just the smack of the glove. Did you, you didn't get on the grass at all, did you? Like down there? No, no. no. Didn't no. touch grass. Mm. No, that would have been nice. Yeah. I uh, had the overhead view of the bullpen, you know, on that little, that terrapin platform there, uh, which was really nice because then JD <laughs> got there second and the lineups uh, had already gotten into the game. And I said, oh, JD, you want to see this. You mm. want to see this platform view, this overhead view of the, the stadium. But wasn't as cool when thousands of people were already in there. Yeah, but it was still cool. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. That's an amazing ballpark in general. Like, and then from the the view from that patio. So what's that? The Terrapin. Yeah, the Terrapin tap, tap room, room there. Tap. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, but on top there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all those little. I don't know what to call them. Activations. They're not activations, but all the little. You know, thing of attractions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the modern day ballpark thing. You yeah. know, you can't just sit in a seat. You got to have something cool yeah. happening yeah. here. Something cool happening here. <laughs> they did it well in that stadium. It, it is, it is fun to take in. And then we started the, the ball game started. But you got there early. Yeah, right. It was a Ronald Acuna Jr. bobble bat night. <laughs> Where's your bobble bat, man? Yeah, I was. I didn't get in the lineups for the bobble. Ridiculous! Bat. You were there at five o'clock for a seven twenty start, and you couldn't get the free giveaway. A Ronald Acuna bobblehead. I, I heard guys on the street offering forty dollars for an yeah. Acuna bobblehead. You could have made an easy forty bucks, or you could have delighted your good friend Trey Kirby by mm. gifting him a Ronald Acuna bobble bat. Man, if you, had you dropped told the me, ball on that one, it, E.T. <laughs> error Tass. If you had told me, I would have gotten in that lineup. <laughs> It was too late for me. I didn't notice, and I didn't know it was a Acuna bobble bat night until I was stuck in traffic trying to find parking around the yeah. <laughs> around the stadium. I was like, "Well, definitely won't be getting one of those unless one of my friends showed up a couple hours early and hopped in line for me." Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I was I, I saw the lineups. So literally, yeah, people in line from five when I got there. There was a huge lineups, and I guess it was for bobble bats. Wow, that was shocking. So it's the, the only line- reason a person would show up that early and not see batting practice, I think. Yeah, I mm. guess so. Um, I, I missed out. I missed out on a bobbling bat. I've mm. never seen that on a bobblehead. Same. I see they got a Ron Washington bobble windmill. Windmill wash <laughs> no. is coming up next, like September 14th or something like that. Just spins in a circle. No. Come on. You're, Come on. You're down. Are you You're serious? Down. I'm serious. Wow. Yeah. A third base coach has a bobble. <laughs> hey, man, they got hey, a they lot got of 80, games. 81 games, isn't it? They got it home. Everyone's getting a bobblehead. Uh, amazing. So uh, the game begun. And we saw dingers. Woo! Five mm. five home runs from the Braves. Pop Quizly. Did yeah. we see one from the Marlins? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes, good answer. Did. Yes, good yes. answer. Early on. Yes, early on. Uh, I mean, that's the thing with baseball. You want dingers. Because dingers, <laughs> I mean, if like I, I've told the story before. I took up my a group of Australians who'd all come all the way to Toronto for one baseball game. We saw one run. It was a bases loaded walk to score. 
Oh, that doesn't sell at 21. You just got to see that ball leave the park. And it seemed to like every home run we saw on Friday night seemed to be like, is it going to go? 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 And then it would just clear, which is the best way to have home runs where you're like, really? oh my God, I think so. Yeah. Because you're like building up to it. Yeah. I mean, sure, if you want to see someone smoke one out of the you arena, that's great. Aaron, but, Aaron <laughs> but you could just see the build up. The the, the, the field is running back towards the, uh, the fence there. Yeah. And it's like, it just clears their head. That was great fun. Yeah, three uh, three dingers early off Sandy Alcantara, mm. Mar- Marlon starter, who's a Cy Young candidate. That guy. Wow, uh, really? Uh, Not yeah. after Friday? No, <laughs> sucker. Yeah, he, he was coming off his major league high fourth complete game. You don't see a lot of those these days, uh, but he's pitching those for the Marlins. And then we saw three two run homers off him as the some cracks happened there that fourth inning. It was a wall scraper, the first yeah. one, as you said, that Travis yep. Travis Darno, and then we saw Von Grissom, then Michael Harris a little later, and then a couple more. Uh, dingers later. Yeah, my buddy Gris sent him one to the cheap seats. <laughs> my buddy Gris. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's great. Uh, you know, I threw in a little bit of um, heckling towards the uh, pitcher there because in cricket, if the bowler is bowling, right, because you, you, you alternate from, from one over to the other, six ball over. When, when someone's bowling really bad, you bring him on from both ends. So I said that. Uh, on Friday night, didn't get any pop at all from anyone. No one even understood what I was saying. <laughs> Bring him I on. I still don't really ends. understand yeah. what you're saying. Well, he's so bad that you want him to be like pitch, uh, pitching okay. both uh, ends. You want to be facing him. Yeah, a lot. exactly. Yeah. It's like oh, this guy sucks so much. Have him bowl both ends so you can hit him all over the place. But wasn't really expecting too much of a response. And uh, yeah, it it just it, it bombed. I uh, didn't bomb it. Well, it bombed. Yeah. A bombed a little yeah, bit, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think now that you've explained it, I would like to say it the next time you're around. <laughs> that way, you, uh, will, yeah. I'll get a response from you at least. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, that first home run by the Marlins, I think, was in the third inning. The Braves started scoring in the fourth inning. Mm-hmm. JD at one point looked at uh, the scoreboard and said, "That home run." was only last inning the Encarnacion <laughs> dinger. It was like from the third inning to the fourth inning took an hour for whatever uh, yeah. reason. Like the first three innings were cruising along, finally get some runs on the board, and it just it slowed down a little bit. Um, so I don't know. They were kind of going with both ends for Alcantara yeah. there because, you know, they just kept him in because their bullpen stinks, and he just kept giving up dingers. So yeah. it worked out. Well, I mean, speaking of that, J.D., I don't know how quickly you can bring this up, but I actually did send you a photo of the scoreboard, and I was wondering if you can bring that up, because this was a frustration I had watching the game. What's the score? <laughs> what on earth is the score, well, and who's batting? One? Well, okay. You one. Know. Well, I mean, who's batting? That one's an obvious one. Okay, yeah, but like, there is far too many numbers up on that scoreboard. Yeah. Far too many. But if you know a baseball line, right, then, you, you, then do, you, look, yeah. you look at that first highlighted area there yeah at the bottom it's 6-1 yeah but again i'm not like a big baseball head so i'm i'm the casual and i'm there's like a I, lot, there's a lot of information there's a lot yeah. of numbers. and and you know way too many innings there at the bottom now i also want to see if uh, if you can pick out something <laughs> way as well too many Trey. innings well, what well there's, there, there's way too many like okay. not not one not three two four five you know and then you're like <laughs> and then you got the hitch you got the errors you got the lobbies there and then of course uh, Trey, i wonder if you can see anything else there that is a cricket reference that, that i that i've uh, uh another cricket yeah, reference huh yeah. Another You've cricket. basically got one cricket reference, and I want to see if you can spot it on that uh, scoreboard there. Okay, I'm looking around. <laughs> Is it the 2-2-2? Two, two, two? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> two for 22. It's the Richie Benno uh, part of the innings there. We have two balls, two strikes, and we have two outs. So, uh, Dansby, <laughs> clear them bases. All right, hang on. See, and I can't even tell if anyone's on base right now. Well, just look at the field. 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just want to point that out. I think they need to make the six and the one way bigger, and that's clearly the score. To me, you've got the lobbies highlighted, and you've got the balls and the strikes <laughs> and the on, outs. Left on base. Oh, yes. you got those way bigger, and I'm like, I honestly, I mean, I knew we were, we were winning because of all the dingers we'd been smoking, but uh, I just couldn't automatically go, bang, there's the score. Mm. They should probably feature the actual score more than just the batter stats. I don't know I, if that... I disagree, actually. You just want to see what the batter's doing? Well, because it keeps me more engaged with each at-bat. Okay. If I know the balls and strikes and I can't see the ump, you know, I just want to know what the count sure. is immediately. I mean, I the only the only one I would lose is the errors. Do we need errors on the scoreboard? <laughs> like It is kind of like hating, just like it's hating. A bit, the turnovers, I guess, I mean, but we don't have those on do, NBA scores, do we? No. Do we? Not on the in-game score. No, board, like no. in the, no. the the one on the side, like yeah. with with the player stats and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it is a giant scoreboard, and I think the fact that it, <clears throat> excuse me, is <clears throat> a very high definition board, and you could see everything. They've added a ton to it. Well, if you see like a a more simplified board, it's just it's more of the essential information. Yeah, your, your runs and hits. The main thing you're getting at the at the Atlanta scoreboard is a picture of the guy who's batting. Like that takes up three quarters of the scoreboard, yeah. Yeah. and everything else is numbers. Yeah, so kind of a strange choice. I mean, if you really want to see what a guy batting looks like, just look at him batting. <laughs> He's right there batting. Yeah, we had a good view from our suite. We had some sweet seats. That that was the view there. I will say it was surprising. Back to the dingers for one quick sec. There's a there's our view. Yeah, beauty of a view. We saw five dingers and then one from the Marlins. Every MLB team that I'm noticing is doing something in the dugout mm. with their home run hitters. The Marlins had a football helmet that mm. they put on the home run hitter. <laughs> and, you know, it's a lot of fun for everybody else to just smack that helmet uh, as he goes through the lineup. The Braves don't have one. They don't have a celebration. The Jays put on their blazer, the, the jacket. Yesterday they had trouble putting it on uh, Teoscar Hernandez. Very funny. He he puts on the home run jacket and walks through. You know, it's, the, it's a cool thing that baseball should be doing. The Braves, I'm surprised. I don't think they have one. If uh, they got a ring, I guess. It's mm. their celebration. Boom. Um, Boom. But, <laughs> I, you know, I thought it was cool seeing the Marlins home run helmet until I started thinking, why don't they just keep on their helmet? Yeah. They're that, wearing that, a that helmet when weird. they get back from hitting a home run. <laughs> so they got to turn, take off one helmet, put on the other helmet to get smacked in the head. That being said, smacking uh-huh. a guy wearing a helmet, very fun. Yeah. Wearing a helmet, getting smacked in mm. the head, also pretty fun. So I understand why they're doing it. It is pretty fun. It also had stickers all over oh, yeah. it, right? Uh, oh, yeah. So does that represent every home run? Or? No idea. There's got to be something. And it was also comically large. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was a regular helmet. Was it? Is it? It has to. Well, at the very least, it has to fit the biggest head on the team. So right. if you don't have the biggest <laughs> right. head on the team, it's going to look funny. Mm. <laughs> uh, so you said, Trey, that between the third and fourth took a long time. Is that the point that you and Lee looked for the batting cages? You guys left the suite, you were gone, you came back, and you said, oh, we're looking for the batting cages. Lee, yeah, Lee, uh, Lee confused me a little bit with that one. He's like, you want to go look for, you want to go to the batting cages? I was like, there's batting cages yeah. here? <laughs> I, I thought you were just asking in general. I was like, that sounds like a fun thing oh, to do. Oh, like not as in a the park. Group. Yeah, yeah okay. like, you know, the five of us will go to the batting cages and make a video out of it at some point. Sure. I didn't realize uh, that you meant at the time, yeah. at that specific moment, but you did. So we went and checked it out. Unfortunately, the batting cages were just a bunch of kids playing catch. <laughs> 
They didn't have a fast pitch machine that we yeah. could do it, but they did have a running the bases sort of hallway, but I wasn't in the mood to run bases. Yeah. <laughs> <Not running laughs> Just bases. sprinting in my jeans on a Friday night. Yeah. No, because like you always want to be able to see, I can hit a ball at least 60 miles an hour. Sure. It's hard to do that. And while you're right there, it's like, why not? Give it a shot. I can't believe it wasn't even open. It wasn't even operating. On a Friday night, long weekend, I would have thought like that's perfect time to that have would it. Have been the time. Kids are up a little bit later. You know, well, you, hold on. The game was happening. Yeah, but come like, on. Oh, there were a ton of kids yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. but... They were, they were climbing. They were doing a rock climbing thing. Um, yeah. You know. But you don't want to have a sanctioned, like, okay, this is open, so kids come come. Well, they do did batting. it last time I was there, though. That's During the game? Yes, during the game. Wow. Because it's like... When else are you going to do it? Yeah. <laughs> so Before the game. Nah. Nah, you're lining up. Nah, nah, you're not getting there that early before a game with kids to just do batting practice I, stuff. No, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think one thing they do in Toronto to keep the kids enticed is do the running the bases after the game. Mm. And yes. so you get on the field yes. and actually run the bases. So Like that, a real base run, yeah. Yeah, so that's how you keep the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Bribe them. You yeah. have to you, you bribe stay, them. You're sticking until the end of the game because you want to get on the field, kid. I would have stuck around if we could have gotten on the field. <laughs> uh, I would love to test your arm from right field. Ooh. You know, like, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I start on first base. Lee hits a single out to right field. I'm trying to get to third base before you throw me out. Oh, that would be yeah. fun. Yeah, it'd yeah, be really be fun. Awesome. Yeah, my arm is hanging these days. but uh, <laughs> well, so it'll be perfect, yeah. yeah. It'll be perfect, yeah. It's, uh, that would be a blast. Yeah, I would wonder about Friday night, you're right, be fun aren't there dudes just getting in there who've had a few pops and yeah i mean sure. also would take one straight to the noggin uh, uh, like, <laughs> like i don't know i don't know how fast it's possible well how, i think i think you can dictate how fast yeah. it goes um well the fa- the more drunk the the faster no but i think there is like an attendant because he's kind of like all right you get like three pitches and yeah. then you're out yeah, for every beer that I have, that's an that's another ten miles an hour. So if I'm six beers in, and my baseline is sixty, I'm like, yeah, that, like miles 120 hour. miles per hour. <laughs> it feels like 120 for us when you see oh, it at sixty. You know, like that's the thing. It's oh, like yeah. you got. I can surely hit one of these. But you can. Yeah, you can. You just you got hand eye coordination. Yeah. You put the bat on the ball. Yeah, well, it sort of skim, skims off as you sort of come and swing. That's the thing is, like, you think <laughs> skims off. it's that swing speed, isn't it, really? I mean, because you can see it and you're like, okay, here it comes. I'm going to swing. And then before you know it, it's just... Yeah, shorten up that swing. Choke yeah. up. Yeah, that's Go right. get it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so you guys unsuccessfully looked for bag cages. Is that when you came back and just started watching tennis in the suite? <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't. Uh, I, think, I think we have a video that yeah, Trey took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Serena yeah, yeah. against Isla Tomjanovic that, exactly. that night. Yeah, last match ever. And uh, the Australian. <laughs> you think she's not done? She'll be back. Oh, well, I don't know. She, she, she seems. She, I, I guess you're right. She hasn't officially retired, but she seemed to imply that she wouldn't be playing again because she wants to have another baby, and stuff like that. She's 41, but uh, yeah, I mean, like it was a huge. Uh, it was a huge. <laughs> moment in the tennis world Isla we're watching Lee yeah. in the suite a great zoom in so what are you thinking here as we see your your reaction here yeah. Lee well, to, to Trey filming you on the couch in the suite not looking at the ball game whatsoever and you your reaction is what well I, look I think some context is needed here because it's not like I came in and said I'm only watching the tennis night True. I was watching baseball I was trying to get involved into it but this was also now Tom Janovich won the first set and I'm like, okay, this could be historic here. 
Second set, mm. Serena, you know, big comeback. Uh, well, actually, she she actually nearly blew it in the second set as well. And then Isla finished her off, cooked her in the third set there. So it was one of those historic moments. I just wanted to be a part of it. I mean, I'm always <laughs> torn when I see an Australian out there as well. Like, I don't know. I didn't know anything about her. But I'm like, you know, you can't help but not cheer for her a little bit. But also the crowd was there for Serena. Everyone in the in the suite there was cheering for Serena. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to, you know, make too big a deal out of it. But I was enjoying the moment. And that... Video, you're the only one sitting there watching Serena, <laughs> but that was not the case the whole night. A no, lot of no. people were couching it up and you know checking in here and there. Yeah. You left uh, the game a little early. It ended up being a blowout. Did you make it home in time to see the end of the match? No, because I uh, I was listening on the radio uh, when I heard it. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was six one in that third set. There, I thought. I honestly thought when uh, she won the second set, I thought, nah, Serena's going to steamroll her in the third. Steamer. And uh, she wasn't able to do it. But Serena actually out there. I mean, incredible talent, incredible athlete. You know, the greatest female tennis player of all time we've ever seen. But uh, in her last couple of sort of games and, and, and years here, she's been like that old man at the pickup basketball, just shooting threes. Like she's just going for haymakers with the shots. You know, she doesn't. Uh, doesn't move around quite as uh, easily as she did in the old days, but uh, incredible career for her. And I mean, maybe she isn't she isn't done. I think she probably is, but uh, she's done incredible stuff for tennis. Well, listen, that TV was beautiful. Yeah, it was hard. It's like <laughs> it's TV like, was beautiful. It's like look at. I mean, the picture was so nice. It was a huge TV. It's like why people don't go to games. You got a great TV at home, yeah. or why people look at the video board because my eyes were drawn to it. You know, the ball field is. 100 yards away, that, that TV was right there watching some islet. It's spelled Tom yeah. Jonovich. I think it's pronounced Tom Janovich. Mm. Uh, you know, never underestimate the heart of a champion in Serena <laughs> Williams. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, yeah, if it, was, if it was her final, at least major match, it feels like it was. I don't know. Who knows? It uh, was uh, cool to have it on because once it came down to the bitter end, you and I stuck around to see uh, Iglesias close things out. wasn't a safe situation, but... It was the timing was perfect because we would like be able oh, to yeah. watch down in the ninth inning, see like the last couple of pitches with two outs, and then flip our heads over to here to see. <laughs> okay, we got we got another serve, we got another deuce point here. Yeah. Okay, back to the pitch. Okay, back to the tennis match. It felt like we were watching a tennis match while watching the <laughs> tennis match. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, and uh, another pregame text I wanted to get back to. We're worried about the rain. You were mm-hmm. also you also mentioned Trey that Ronald Acuna is playing. You're excited about that. Yeah, he's got some knee issues that he's battling through. Are you worried about it as a Braves fan going through here to the postseason? Well, absolutely. Uh, I mean, he's the best player on the team, and he just has been in and out of the lineup. So it was good to see him actually uh, get some at bats on Ronald Acuna bobble bat night. I think he ended up going two for five, but his hits didn't come till later on in the game. And he hit a double off the wall that was almost one of those rim grazers, barely almost cleared the wall, did not. He rounded second, and he looked bad rounding second, like when he had to hit the brakes to kind of stop, and he just looked like he was running on a bad knee. And I mean... We're at the beginning of September now. Playoffs start in not too long. I know the Braves won the World Series with Acuna on the bench last year, but you want your best lineups out there, and he's got to be a part of the best lineups. Yeah, it's a, an interesting one. He got to DH all weekend. I guess that's a benefit yep. of now that there's a DH in the NL. That's a position that he can play instead of having to put him out in the field. It feel, feels like that that can happen a lot with the Braves. They're loading up on uh, outfield. They you know got Robbie Grossman there at the deadline, so that could help out. At least he would play right field because now Michael Harris is there this year as opposed to next year. Don't need his range as much maybe. But uh, it is an interesting story because he said, I guess it was through an interpreter, 
he said, yeah, my knee's going to be messed up the rest of the season. You don't usually hear professional athletes say, I'm hurt, mm. uh, essentially, uh, throughout the rest of the season. But he wants to play through the pain because, yeah, as you said, he wasn't part of the World Series championship. And uh, I mentioned pregame, guys going through their routines. They've also got Ozzy Albies come back to the infield, and Von Grissom could go out there. I didn't mention as an outfielder, uh, he's apparently taking fly balls out there. I, I didn't see that, but as an infielder, he can make that move to the outfield a lot easier than an outfielder can make it to the infield. So Von Grissom could be out there. He could be long-term in the outfield. So they've got some options. But, yeah, some uh, things are working out. Albies come back. Mike Soroka, uh, he could be coming back as well. Uh, but the DH spot is nice for uh, Ronald Acuna. So that's... That's interesting. One other uh, interesting thing I saw during this game was the headbands. We talk about in the NBA, why are they outlawing karate headbands? Yeah. You know, the, the tie headbands. <clears throat> and Michael Harris the second has found a way around that because he puts a headband underneath his helmet. And then when he runs the bases, his helmet falls off all the time. And he puts a, <laughs> he puts a headbands on you know any type of headband on because i guess you can't regulate what's under a helmet wow uh so he has a ton wow. of them there's a story in the ajc on them he said that he gets sweaty so he needed a, uh, a headband <laughs> underneath Fair his enough. helmet now he gets them from junk brands shout out to huh. junk brands mm. he's got a joker headband yeah, yeah yeah he said he isn't a big fan of the character i mean it looked nice and i thought it'd be cool to wear so he's got that one uh he's got according according to this article in the ajc he's got normal ones one's themed for saint patrick's day right uh another with the tie-dye design looney tunes space jam spider-man the monsters uh, someone he knows attended a game recently at Truist Park and gave him another headband. It says verified, and it has a blue check mark <laughs> and, oh, and ode to Twitter verification. And uh, the money design one at the top, it's all dollar-dollar bills if you're watching on right. YouTube because cool. his nickname is Money Mike. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. I like – because I looked down, I said, what is that headband? I couldn't tell uh, in the dugout, but he just has a ton of them. Uh, I really like the tie-dye one, of course, mm-hmm. and – I mean, looking at these, you know, they're kind of like a thicker, wider headband, not dissimilar to the kind of head wraps that Tass, you and Lee wear it's when you're playing I basketball. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm a guy who likes a head accessory, so I would be interested in checking out, yeah. what is this, junkwraps.com? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't <laughs> I don't know. But it is called junk. Junk wraps? Junk brands. Oh. Junk brands. <laughs> okay, that okay. makes more sense. Junk wraps, I think, is where you order your official MLB jock straps. <laughs> Junkwraps.com. I wonder if they have okay, brand- yeah. branded jock straps. Uh, team oh, jock yeah. straps. But yeah, I was definitely thinking of, of Lee and I. Yeah, they got some bangers here. They got Starry Night. From Van Gogh as a uh, headband. I'd, <laughs> cool. I'd be definitely rocking that. Sorry. Can you get uh, custom ones? Get some no dunks, no bunts, I, no buffs? I would say yes. I'd say I think we need to do a little investigation yeah, I here. I think so. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I like money it. Money Mellis meets Money Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that tie-dye Braves one was sweet. <clears throat> would you rather have the tie-dye Braves one or uh, a bubble bat from Ronald Acuna? Well, I guess at this point I'm going to have to go with the, with the headband since... Yeah. Acuna, the ship has sailed. Uh, you never know. You never know. We got friends in <laughs> high and low places. That's right. That's right. <laughs> was it junkwraps.com, JD, or junkbrands? What was the uh, site? Junkbrands.com. All right. Nice. Shout out to junkbrands. 
I did like um, getting to see Grissom, you said, hit a dinger. Yep. Mike Harris hit a dinger. This is the first time I'd seen them playing for the Braves this season. They're both in their rookie years. It's awesome when they get some offense going in back-to-back at-bats. I think they did that twice um, during this game. Like, when they're able to score two runs from those two, it feels like the future is happening as you're watching it. Oh, yeah. That was the first time I high-fived someone in the suite who I didn't know. You know, (laughs) Uh, like, we were high-fiving each other, but eventually – you know you're at a baseball game when you high-five somebody that you'd never met before. You're like, that's a dinger, and we got to celebrate. <laughs> We're slapping skin on that one. Uh, so I think it was on the Vaughn Grissom dinger that I finally high-fived a woman that was Yeah, yeah, she was very uh, energetic. She oh, was yeah. high-fiving everybody there. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, there's a lot of good connections. A lot of good hand-to-hand connections. There wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a lot of misses, I, I don't think, if I was... No, uh, bats were hot, palms were hot that night. <laughs> palms were hot. And you had to cool them off with some ice cream. We got, <laughs> we got a photo of uh, some ice cream cups that the... Uh, it was. Are, are these hands we're looking at? One is Trey's, one is Lee's? Yes. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, I think that's my hand on the left. Yeah. yeah as I can tell by the pinky nail. Forgot to trim up before I came. <laughs> can use that as a little spoon for your little, little, little ice cream cup. Yeah, we've got uh, the mini helmets. Skeet said he wants one for his head. Uh, uh, he'll be he'll be back this week. By the way, I didn't mention off the top. He's back from vacation. He'll be back in your ears this week. But he's excited for these little, yeah, these helmets. These these Braves branded helmets that. You always want as a kid, right? They've all they've had these forever. From kid to adult, because yeah. when the ice cream truck rolled up to the suite, I was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> I've been I ate a gigantic sausage, so I'm not feeling too hungry. But then somebody's like, ooh, look at the hat, the helmet it comes in, and I made a beeline for it right away because exactly like you're saying, what a nostalgic yeah. thing to get an ice cream sundae inside of a tiny little baseball helmet. You're going to have to give yours to Skeets, though, unfortunately, Lee, because one of my kids went to bed with that helmet last yeah. night, woke up and put it right on this morning. It doesn't fit her head, but nah. it's pretty funny to wear around. I didn't keep mine, though. Oh. What? Yeah, I, well, I was like, I'm not really sure what the etiquette here is to, uh, as a grown man, to walk out with one. I mean, if I had my child with me, then you can easily say, sure. take it. But I was like, uh, and it was kind of like dirty as well. I'm like, I don't I'm not going to take yeah. it. I'm just going to leave it yeah. behind. So, unfortunately, yeah, we'll have to go back and do it again sometime. Lee, the etiquette is you take it to the bathroom, you give it a rinse, and you wear it out of the stadium <laughs> on your head. Uh-huh. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Well, I just I just felt a little uncomfortable because, you know, the, with the seats were great. The suite was fantastic. The tickets were comps. And I was like, I don't really want to walk out of here stealing stuff. But uh... <laughs> uh, I'm sure it just went right in the trash, unfortunately. That's what they, yeah, yeah. I yes, don't think I don't think they recycled the it. Mm. <laughs> this is America. I hope not. <laughs> I brought one home. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of stealing, my only other real note from the game was I think it was Vaughn Grissom stole second base yeah. at some point. Yeah, baby. But his toe came off the base a little bit. Yeah. So we went to review. And they played, I think, the People's Court theme song. Yeah, it was it great. It really amped up the intensity, I thought. I was like, man, this is, uh, is going to be a little bit sweaty here, even though the game was pretty much well in hand. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, uh, they overturned the call, gave us a chance to boo something, which I thought was great. But uh, I don't know. It, it just felt like the wrong use of a challenge to me. You know, the way that just uh, they can zoom in, enhance anything, just to see if your foot barely moved off. That doesn't seem like the, the spirit of the replay to me. Yeah. But I guess that's how it goes. Yeah, you're right. It's not the spirit of the replay, but baseball is the perfect video review game. 
If, oh, the, if yeah. there's a sport that you want video review in, it's baseball. <laughs> because it's great, because it's something to watch. Uh, as opposed as to, no, honestly, right? And they played the people's, so we're all waiting because it was a. It was a nail biter. It's a nail biter. You could have bit that na- that pinky nail to, uh, <laughs> to to watching those video reviews. Yeah, uh, we saw a couple stolen bases, a clean stolen base as well. Um, always a good yeah, time. Dansby, down, Dansby down, got one they, these days. They're down. Yeah, so, they're down right. for sure. We saw some. Yeah. Um, yeah. A couple other uh, notes that I made. That was one. Definitely the uh, the Vaughn Grissom. If uh, did you hear the music, JD? Did you like the, oh, yeah. the production there? I thought it was great. It was the perfect the perfect cue. I was just trying to look for it, actually. Uh, I have it somewhere, but... Uh. Yeah, because we, we did shows with it once upon a... We did. Yeah. Once upon a time. Yeah, yeah. Debating whether or not uh, trades should have been made at the yeah. trade deadline. We should bring that back. We should That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great theme song. Uh, yeah, one thing we were looking at, JD, uh, you and I, at the uh, the video board was the, the speed and pitch type coming yes. in. So they... On that video board... Not only does it show you the MPH, the miles per hour for each pitch, it gives you a decimal point, 96.4. That's pretty amazing. And then it'll it'll give you the type of pitch that just came in. And we were debating how how do they know if a two seam fastball versus a four seam fastball? Yeah, within was that's one second yeah. of the, yeah. the pitch. That's what I was blowing my mind. Like, how can you tell it's a four seam fastball specifically, which I had never heard of. <laughs> until that night well, how can you tell i mean a curveball i could see like curve, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, i mean the the difference between a curve sinker slider change to me i can only really read a curveball myself um but maybe you know the scouting report so charlie morton's pitching you know that he throws four seamers versus two seamers i guess they're going off that as well uh, right. they just know he doesn't throw two seamers okay yeah but some guys throw both so how do you know? I don't uh, listen. The baseball people know. They can tell between <laughs> the baseball people. They can I would tell trust be- them. Yeah, yeah, because there like there was cutter listed there. Yeah. Yep. What's the difference between a cutter and a slider or a sinker? Mm. <laughs> Some people say it's where in the zone. You know, you're not going to throw a sinker that's uh, that's high in the zone. That's true. Yeah, but you never you guy, uh, guy could you. lose the you. pitch. I I I can't. I can. Four seamer, you know that one's going nice and straight. Yeah, straight and as fast that as the possible. Traditional Maybe a little right. Traditional fastball. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. But so as you, opposed to a two seam, what's the difference? More like side to side movement with a two seam. Uh, yeah, I, I would say like in in the same in cricket <laughs> sense, right? Like if you're bowling as fast as you can, you basically just have it straight over the seam, and then you you sp- <laughs> you spread your fingers out a little bit if you want to slow it down, or you put the seam across your fingers if you're trying to get it to sort of hit a certain point. So there are some yeah, there's similarities similarities there. there for sure. But the four seamer versus the two seamer is just you cross the seams, you cross both seams with your fingers for the four seamer. Yeah. Instead of just riding the seams with your hand for a two seamer, like you're touching four different points mm-hmm. uh, with a, a four seamer. There's there's yeah, it's, it's more up and down movement, a little bit a little bit of rise movement with a four seamer versus uh, the two seamer. But anyways, that was just interesting as as we were watching uh, each each pitch come in. I don't know how they and they do it on the yeah. broadcast as well. It'll it'll say it'll pop up on top like while you're watching television. It'll pop up the exact type of pitch. Uh, there's a lot of information on broadcast now as well. If you're watching on Apple TV, mm-hmm. there's like a 33% base hit chance on this very pitch. 
for Josh Donaldson. That's what they need, just more numbers on the screen, <laughs> more stats. <laughs> I know. Some people hate it. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's an article on The Athletic, uh, Joe Madden, legendary baseball coach, just ripping apart analytics. If you want to go read that, he, he just he voiced his uh, hatred for analytics. I, I don't know if the word hatred is the displeasure. right word. Yeah, maybe displeasure because a lot of managers take it all into account. But, yes, it can get overwhelming. It's a nice balance, and that's why we have this casual baseball fan show. Joe Madden, though, wasn't he like a Tampa Bay Rays coach? Yes. And yeah. they're, like, heavy in analytics. I know he won a World Series with the Chicago Cubs. Theo Epstein is the GM, huge into analytics. He is. But maybe he's just salty from getting fired this season after cutting a mohawk, and that's why he's saying he doesn't like analytics. That seems crazy to me, having so much success with these analytic-based teams. That's a fair point. You know your stuff about Joe Madden. Uh, yeah, he fired from the Angels this year, um, if I am correct. I just know he showed up with he showed up with a mohawk, um, but didn't even get to show the <laughs> get, didn't even get to show the team. They were like on an eight game losing streak or something like that. Well, yeah, the lead is with every word he speaks publicly these days. The one time avant garde manager is casting analytics in a different light than he once did. Interesting, interesting. What a twist. change of heart. M Night Shyamalan twists uh, <laughs> right there. Uh, did you guys know that you were part of uh, an attendance record? The Braves announced that 42,161 in attendance for their 33rd sellout, setting a single season high of 2.6, blah, 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 at Truist Park, which opened in 2017. Wow. Business is booming uh, at the battery. Um, a lot of money out there. A lot of <laughs> a money. A lot of money out there. That's why they moved, isn't it? Oh, you betcha. Yeah. Um, that probably does uh, seem legit because I was surprised at just how many fans there were deep or high up in the bleachers for mm-hmm. a Friday night Braves Marlins tilt. I mean, if it's the Mets, we're going against them. You can understand why they're packed in there. Mm. But Marlins, I thought, probably would be a few empty seats here uh, Friday. Wasn't that many. So, you know, I mean, the numbers are always fudged a little bit. But uh, <laughs> there was a pretty decent turnout. So, I guess, I mean, the reigning champions as well. So, people want to be a part of it, don't they? They're fourth in attendance, uh, the wow. Atlanta Braves are this year. You want to name the top five? Yankees. Yankees are third. Sox. Red Sox. 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 No Sox. No Red Sox. Red Sox. They're top 10. Um, LA Dodgers. LA Dodgers won with a bullet. Good yeah. one, Trey. They're four, I guess because it's such an old stadium, capacity is pretty high, but they have 48,000 per game, which is 8,000 more than the second place team. So you named Dodgers, Cardinals. Yankees. Cardinals are number two. Yeah. Nice one. And then the fifth one, you probably, it's a forgettable baseball franchise. Um, but they do well. We've talked about them a lot. San Diego Nova, Padres. San Diego Padres. Boom. Good stuff. Knocked them out. That is good news, though, uh, for the Braves, because, as people know, they're owned by a publicly traded company, and they're always talking about like how attendance has a huge effect on the payroll for the next season, uh, which is why some people, myself included, were kind of upset that things went south with Freddie Freeman, like they had an incredible season last year. Obviously, they had enough money to pay him. But fans continue to turn out, which is good because, like you've talked about on the show previously, Tass, the Braves have a lot of these young players locked up for years at a time because people are fired up about the team right now. you got to still be able to pay for them down the line. So mm-hmm. good stuff. Keep going uh, to these games, and, you know, the Braves will keep winning rings. We'll see. Yeah, they, uh, they've got guys at uh, great deals. Um, but that is one thing reading about baseball that is different than reading about basketball it's it's more about the haves and the have-nots in baseball like you are operating as a front office under certain conditions in baseball like certain teams just don't have money 
while in basketball, yes, team, there is teams that have more money. There are teams that have more money, but there isn't a variance. Like the Braves are, you know, towards the the upper, you know, upper tier of teams with money. But there's there's so many players. We talked about Nolan Arenado last week that got dealt for peanuts because his team couldn't pay him. That doesn't happen in the NBA, right? Like you could pay you you, you usually you have, because there's a salary floor, right? You pay guys max. There's a couple max slots, and that's what you're looking for in basketball. But in baseball, sometimes you just you just say. Hey, like we have to break it down uh, to get good again, and and try and find different salary points because they just don't have as much money. Now they, they, you know they're trying to correct that, but yeah, the variance is is bigger from a you know fifty million dollar payroll to like a two hundred fifty million dollar payroll. There's definitely more teams it feels like in baseball that will not feel the competitive team because it they're not getting paid you know on the on the backside of it as well like a like a Pittsburgh Pirates you have to just have like everything line up perfectly to have a good team in Pittsburgh which like you're saying there's a reason baseball's trying to fix it because yeah. it's kind of ridiculous that you don't have to spend money and when your good players come up you just trade them away i would not want to be a fan of a team like but that but isn't it yeah. like the yankees and the dodgers are like why do we have to revenue share we're making our money yeah. who cares about them isn't that the bit, one of the big sort of debates yeah i th- I, th- I think that has there's there's a slow correction on that yeah. because well you're not going to have anybody to play. Yeah. I mean these teams are just going to go away if if you if you just get to pay, you know, based on your market. But these the salaries are crazy. I mean, when I just said a uh, 50 million dollar payroll, I, I thought to myself, does that still exist? But man, uh the numbers are pretty low for uh, a lot of teams. 43 is the lowest currently. Uh, while 265 is the highest. So there's a huge range. Yeah, the average is like 150, but you got teams like the Baltimore Orioles who are playing above their heads right now, trying to chase uh, our Blue Jays and trying to get into the playoffs. Uh, they're at 43 mil in uh, spot number 30. Anyway, we'll move on from that. Well, let's not get into too much <laughs> of the, the dog. Business of baseball. Yeah, too much. That's where I first learned about a salary cap. Back in 1994, you know, during the strike, I remember uh, oh, oh God. some jokes of people, like, putting lettuce on their heads. Oh, what's a celery cap? <laughs> <laughs> Jays could have gone for the three-peat, couldn't they, in, uh, when they went on strike? Was that right? You better believe yeah. it. Yeah. We could have got a – we're sitting here with our No Buns shirts. We yeah. Got, we got a, a, an Expos and Blue Jays shirt here. These are our uniforms. 1994 could have been that World Series. It could have been Jays – Expos. Wow! At the strike, wow. at, when the strike happened, they were leading yeah. each league. It could have been them. That could have been yeah. all Canadian World Series. Wild. Mm-hmm. Extremely wild. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you on that. It was wild. Speaking of Canadian, one note I took during the game, I just wrote "bat catcher" because that's a Canadian term mm. for catcher. Like, what the hell is a bat catcher? I mean, they're starting to get rid of it. They just say catcher now, but. People like people will call a catcher the position a bat catcher. <laughs> Doesn't happen in America. It's just a weird thing. Why? Why would you catch a bat? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me you telling me when you were growing up you were calling Pat Borders a bat catcher. Oh, I don't believe it. I don't 100%. believe it. I think you call him a catcher. <laughs> no. A bat catcher. In fact, I probably for the first fifteen years of my life called it a back catcher. Mm. There was <laughs> that, that makes more sense to me. Actually, it kind of does, right? Yeah. The one thing they don't catch is a bat, but right. they stand in back of a guy. They're the only player that stands in back of a guy. Someone nearly caught a bat on uh, Friday when it smashed. It went way up into the air and uh, into the dugout, didn't it? I think. 
You mean he just lost it? He just no, like, he, cra- like, he broke the bat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ball, I think. Yeah, oh. and I, it was. Dangerous. I was watching tennis. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was it, it comes, dangerous? Comes so, for all of us at one. So it went. It went into the crowd. No, it went into the into the um, the dugout there. Oh, and you sort of saw because guys like when you see it up and then they realize it's coming. It's not like a ball where everyone's trying to catch it. Everyone's like sort of get out of the way and you don't want to get donked on it. Harder to judge where it's going. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They should wear that football helmet at all yeah. times in the dugout. All right. Anything else to add? Because I could complain about not being able to get an Uber out of the stadium. That's one thing. Oh, they yeah. haven't corrected. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. How long they, did you wait? 40 minutes Ooh, or so. Yeah. But I ended up just uh, making a deal with one of the cab drivers. It's so bad that cab drivers come sit there. Sorry, not cab drivers. Uh, Uber and Lyft drivers come sit there, turn off their Uber and Lyft, and just make a deal with the person. Right. Because mm. instead of getting it called over, they just show up early, turn off their thing, and make a deal for above rate. Wow. So that's yeah. what I did. I that's went above great. rate. Damn. You got to pay cash, though? You got to pay using an app. Okay. You know, Venmo, Cash App, oh, or okay. whatever. Nice. Or, or cash. Sure, sure. I guess they accept not it. Not through the, the ride sharing Yeah, app, not through the ride sharing app. Enterprising. Are you, are you prepared to share how much you spent? 60 bones. Oh, my which, goodness. Which, whatever. Like, I mean, it probably would have been that. No. No? No, 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 huh. no. That's when it was over rate. It was, uh, no, it was, it took me, for, it, got, it was 40 to get there. Um, and then it's just, they just, there's not enough cabs. You literally, yeah. people are just sitting there waiting, just sitting there <laughs> waiting. It's just, it's just so weird. Yeah. And then, and then you get into these situations. I, I actually, I got one that was coming early or coming in a decent amount of time. It was like 10 minutes. Um, and then I guess he didn't like my destination or something. I called him. I said, where are you? Are you around? It seems like you're around. I'm looking at this sign. He said, yeah, I'm looking at that sign too. Okay, then let me get in your car and let's leave. Uh, but uh, for some reason, the connection just dropped. I don't know. Uh, wow. It's just it, That's been like that for years at that ballpark. Yeah. That's strange. Anyway. Uh <laughs> You guys are going to be mad, but uh, I accidentally went into the wrong the wrong uh, lot, which was right next to the arena. So within a 10-minute walk to where we were sitting. Uh, so I, I go in, and I and I literally say to the guy, I, I realized I was in the wrong line, you know, halfway into it. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just tell the guy that I don't have a permit. It said permit only. Yeah. <laughs> he said, as I don't have a permit, he just said, all right, go left. And I just parked, and then I went to the, one of the shuttle drivers, and I was like, uh, "I don't have a permit, and uh, do I? Do should I pay? Can I? Am I all right there?" He's like, "Well, if you let you in, you're in." So I didn't pay for parking. Wow. Nice, right next to the arena or the uh, stadium, and uh, I left in the seventh inning stretch. That's right, I left early because it was a blowout, and uh, I wanted to beat the traffic, and I just fucking blew blew right out of there, <laughs> and I got to see a home run from outside of the yeah. stadium, oh, cool. which was great. And they played. Uh, they played. Uh, the uh, what's that? Uh, it's the the natural. The theme from the natural. <laughs> so good. Fireworks and the natural. Yeah. It's like amazing. And I saw it from the other side. So it was good. And you didn't give That's us a good tip. Actually, you didn't give us an Irish goodbye. Yeah, I did say goodbye because you know, shout out to Seb who hosted us, and uh, he just uh, you know gave us free beer, gave us a tour of the not the brewery, but we got into the the vat room, I guess, and. <laughs> Got yeah. to preview some IPAs, which is pretty cool. The but, bright, uh, the bright tanks, I think they call them. Mm, yeah, uh, the fresh beer coming in. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. So 
So that's why you did an Irish goodbye. Because I couldn't tell if I should be <laughs> insulted that you didn't give an Irish goodbye or that, or that it was It was for Seb and Seb alone. It wasn't for us. And I had to say bye to Seb. <laughs> And you guys were just happened to be in the vicinity, so I thought, eh, I might as well say bye to you guys, too. You also had pickleball the next I day. I had pickleball the next day. That's right. Yeah, we'll get into that uh, uh, very soon. Anything else anybody else wants to add? Or are you ready, uh, ready well, I, got, I made a couple of notes here. I got one um, advertising, uh, very aggressive advertising at the, uh, at the game on the ground. Look at this from Ford. Buy Ford now. They've just given up. Have they? they said, right, we're not even going to try to seduce our audience. Just tell them. BuyFordNow.com. That's the website. <laughs> you want like a like a sexy URL out there? <laughs> I just don't want to be forced or bullied into buying a Ford while I'm at a baseball game. Well, uh, also, why not just Ford.com? Exactly. I mean, that's yeah, probably yeah. the site anyways, right? Yeah. Buy Ford now. Like... <laughs> I'm not necessarily <laughs> needing a car. I'm not necessarily into Ford. You're just telling me to do it. So didn't like that. Thought it was a little bit too... <laughs> a little pushy? Yeah. A little <laughs> in your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I found is uh, the food was there. It was included. And uh, JD, you seem to be uh, really enjoying a dog that oh, you picked up there. I was tucking <laughs> into that Italian sausage. I had two wings and an Italian sausage. Wow, look at that. I mean, this was... It's like, good... you know, well, Lee, you just get into my face and I'm like... Huh? Smile. That's was that? like had just taken a bite. Like, I, like I, I probably had. I was like, I have probably mustard all over my face right now. It's like this is going to be the most unflattering photo. That's true, JD. I, that's why I wanted to bring <laughs> it up true. because when I well when I pulled out the camera, I know when you're eating. Sometimes you're like, hang on, let me just wipe my face. But instead, you just dropped that dog and gave me the thumbs up. And I'm like, okay. Well, JD's I mean, enjoying. I'm a pro. Yeah. I'm a pro. Yeah. So that was great, yeah. and then no uh, mustard, no mustard. You're good, JD. Just straight down, and then uh, and then later in the evening, uh, we almost saw uh, a breakout of uh, Gary because uh, we saw Tass. He was uh, he was peering into the uh, the hard liquor there, uh, Tassie. Uh, uh, you didn't go in the end, did you? I, I didn't see you. Well, but I, saw you talk, I saw you talking to the like attendant, and then he left, and you were still sort of uh, weighing up your options there. Yeah, not a staged photo whatsoever. <laughs> I was talking to the attendant because I was being a, a, just a, a courteous fellow, and yeah. then Lee, Lee says, "Hey, turn around, turn around, well, and look at those bottles. Just, just look at, it. look at those bottles." And I said, "Okay." Yeah. And so we got some shots of me looking at the bottles. Yeah, well, that I, I, I wasn't going to touch. It's like you're in a suite. Yeah. And these are all just bottles on a shelf. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were. I thought literally thought they were props. Yeah, they look like props. But I I, then I, I think... saw guys taking it down and just yeah. like oh, pouring really? themselves drinks. Yeah, they're they were part of the the sweet experience, I guess. I that guess and so. the ice cream. Yeah. So. Well, I wanted to get the, the the real live action shot, but I couldn't get the camera and get it ready in time and get close enough. So I had to say, "All right, Tass, stage it." Yeah, I, I was just being polite to the guy because uh, because he was telling me about a, a local brewery that not a brewery um, distillery distillery that's the word a local distillery that makes all those. Ah. And then I, you know, pretended to look at them. I wasn't even, <laughs> I wasn't even digging in. I mean, everybody, everybody was leaving. Lee was leaving. Trey was leaving. Yeah, I, look, no, I, I mean, Trey stayed till the end. Yeah, I, I, my, my intention was to stay to the end. But, man, when you get to that – what was that hour-long innings we had? You get to the seventh-inning <laughs> stretch, it's a blowout. I, I'm like, all right, uh, I got to go. I got to go. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> you showed up minutes before the game. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, what, what inning did you leave in? Well, it was after the seventh inning. Like uh, we did the we did the root 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 for the home team. Got a that. root. Got a root. 
And then, because um, the thing is, the other thing is, I've got a bit of a question with the timing clock there, the shot clock now, the pitch clock, mm. because it counts down, right? It, how long is Inning, it? It's just between innings, not a pitch clock. It's not a pitch uh, clock. Is, it, is that all it is? Yeah. You're just was... seeing a clock between the innings that it's coming back. Oh, I there's no... it was... I think there's a pitch clock, isn't it? Yeah, I think there's between like a guy going out and the next guy coming up. That's what I thought it was. I'm pretty sure it was. I definitely saw a clock. It was. It seemed like a shot clock. Yeah, but like 24. I can't remember how long it was, but it was. It was say 24 seconds, and it, it would is. count down. And I'm like, okay, great. And then it would just count down, and they still weren't ready. So it's really like a 35. It's more like the college yeah. shot clock. It's not up here. Uh, no, but it, 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 it would was have, lower. Yeah, no, it, was it was under that scoreboard. Bears, but um, I don't know. But I liked it because I thought, okay, good if they're if they're sticking to that. But they don't really stick to it. It's. Mm, yeah, it's just a soft. Yeah, soft yeah, be, because there's definitely a pitch clock that they're uh, working with in the minor leagues in between pitches, which is speeding up the game. Yeah, um, but I thought that was just an old in between innings. We're coming back, mm-hmm. uh, but there may be a time uh, on, must uh, be because, on a yeah. on a pitching change. I could see that yeah. a pitcher coming out. I think there's a time. Uh, well, uh, but no, this this was like say between one guy popped out. The and then the next batter to yeah. come up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good stuff, yeah. everybody. Glad uh, glad we got to go to a game. It was yeah. very, very enjoyable. It was a lot of fun. Thanks to Seb. Thanks to Terrapin. Thanks to that uh, beautiful platform. I took the, the uh, pregame routines in. It was very, very nice. Sorry about the bobblehead trade. Maybe I'll ask him if uh, – not the bobblehead. Bobble bat. Bobble bat. Oh, bobble, 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 bobble bat. <laughs> yeah, I haven't checked on eBay to see what they're going for, but – I mean, there were lineups. There were lineups, of course. I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> for, a, for a bobble bat? For a bobble bat, man. Limited edition for the star of the team. Well, earlier in the week, they had given away uh, an Ian Anderson bobblehead, mm. and he's in the minors currently working on his game. One of those situations. I see. Uh, that we, so that one's probably given away on eBay, I imagine. Ian Help the team get to the World Series last year. Maybe he's just a big game performer because he's had a bit of a regular season slump. Um, but they've got they've got a lot of questions going into the playoffs. Who are we playing? We have so many bodies. Anyways, we have some questions that we'll get to in the next segment. Baseball, beach stepping. Stay tuned for that. We'll get to some pickleball, Pujols judge debate. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, baby, you're back with No Bunts. Shout out to all the Bleacher Creatures, Bleacher Creatures, man, Bleacher Creatures watching live on YouTube and to everybody who emailed us, nodunks at theathletic.com because we got some great questions. Let's hit the beach. Ah, yeah. 
We're headed to the beach to read your emails. First one, hi, the Blue Jays recently signed Jackie Bradley Jr., which sparked a question I have that's more of a no-bunts question than a no-dunks question. Jackie Bradley Jr. has been a Red Sox player for as long as I can remember, and I was fortunate to get to meet him when he traveled to play the Jays back in 2019. I had always remembered him prior to that, thanks to his name. I mean, how can you forget that name? But after our interaction, I couldn't forget him, mainly because of how nice he'd been. Since 2019, I had been hoping that somehow JBJ would become a Blue Jay, and that dream came true. Anyhow, after conversing with a few friends and finding out I was the only one actually excited about the signing, I thought of a question. Have you ever been excited about a player signed by your favorite team simply because of a positive interaction or memory you have with that player? I realize this could apply to baseball or basketball or any sport, really. Yeah, you know we're going to take it anywhere. Uh, But since it's baseball news, I'm curious if you have an answer that involves a baseball player. Thank you. That's from Ellen in Toronto, Ontario. Mm. Thank you for the email, Ellen. You can tell as well it was from Canada because it's got the U in uh, favorite there. Yeah. And it's being highlighted as being misspelled in the United <laughs> States. Um, so I've got a basketball one, but I will leave it. I'll go, I'll go to baseball because uh, 2006, I returned to, uh, to Canada, to Toronto. Very excited to get back into the Blue Jays again. And the guy who I'd had on my fantasy teams prior just signed with the Blue Jays in 2006. You know who it is, Tassie? He's a catcher who could also swing a little. Catcher. <laughs> a bad catcher who could yeah. swing it. He's famous. Russell he's, Martin. No, no, no. No, no, really. no, no. He's famous. He's not, yeah, well, he's famous between you and me because this guy's a big man. He's a great catcher and he's a big hitter as well. <laughs> he is one of the three Molina brothers, Benji. Oh. <laughs> Benji Molina. <laughs> so yeah. I was excited because I'd seen wow. Benji. You wow. know, you know, he's one of those guys. He's, he's you know, a bit, bit heavier for a uh, baseball player, <laughs> yeah. but he used to just swing. And hit either dingers or uh, strikeouts, um, and he was on the Forgot Blue Jays. about that one. So I got to see Benji Molina in person. It was fantastic, and uh, <laughs> never met him, never got to interact with him. I actually, yeah, did. that's where I was thinking because I was thinking all the catchers that you met while working at the score. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking Jorge Posada. He yeah, wasn't a yeah, Blue yeah, Jay. Yeah. No. no, well, I, so I never met Benji, but you know Brad uh, James. He used to do these features, and I used to shoot them for him. And he did a feature on all three Molina brothers, and I was uh, I shot a couple of those. So. Yeah, so, yeah, Benji Molina. Very nice. Uh, I got to ask, what was your basketball one? Well, my basketball one was uh, my two two of my top three favorite players of all time is Michael Jordan and Akeem Olajuwon. I wanted to see those guys in person, and I did get to see them in person when the uh, Washington Wizards came to the uh, Toronto Raptors for a preseason game in 2002. And I, saw, I saw Michael Jordan versus Akeem Olajuwon <laughs> right at the end Just of the you wanted to see it. Preseason game too. Like, uh, it's funny, isn't it? And like, they both played. Yeah, they both played, yeah. And uh, it, it was incredible. So I, I finally got to see them, but uh, not quite as I could have imagined in the uh, you know early 90s or, uh, you know, I guess mid to late 90s there as well would have been great. But yeah, Akeem, the Raptor. And Benji, the Blue Jay. <laughs> Man, I'd forgotten about Benji, the Blue Jay. Trey, do you have uh, an answer to this question? My basketball answer is when Dwayne Wade signed with the Bulls. You know, it didn't go well, but it was exciting when it happened. Him coming back to Chicago. You know, I'd met him a few times through our work at the Starters, and he was always really cool. Um, and he's one of my favorite players ever. Like I said, didn't go great with the Bulls, but it was cool that he signed there. <laughs> that was the most exciting part of it. As for baseball, I had a little more, uh, more trouble with this one. Yeah. And I think it, um, I never had an interaction with this guy, but just uh, a player everybody liked was Bo Jackson. 
And when Bo Jackson returned from his NFL injury to baseball, he came and played for the Chicago White Sox, hit a dinger in his first at bat with wow. the White Sox. It was really exciting, but, you know, that was probably the biggest moment Bo Jackson had as a Chicago White Sox. I remember he was wearing batting gloves that had a question mark on the back of them rather than, like, I don't know, Franklin as a big batting glove brand or something like that. So that was cool to get, like, you know, one of the sport's biggest stars playing uh, for a Chicago team. Is uh, you just made me think of as soon as you said Bo Jackson, I, I thought Bo Jack Horseman. <laughs> is that where is that where Bo Jack Horseman got his name from? Bo Jackson. It's uh, it's got to be related somehow. Yeah. It's too close You'd otherwise. It's they just in... threw a horse in there. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Jack the Horseman. Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's any other significance, but maybe 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 it's just Bo. Uh, Bo being Bo. Uh, great Bo answers Bo. there. Great answers, Benji and Boji. Uh, good stuff there. Very, very good. Um, How about you? Tony Fernandez for me. I'm wearing this Blue Jays shirt. Uh, Tony, uh, if you're if you're uh, a Jays fan, you you love and adore Tony Fernandez. He got around. He did did some things for uh, for other teams as well, the Indians, and, and got around. But um, I was just upset when they traded him away as part of the Joe Carter Roberto Alomar deal mm. uh, because. He didn't get that first taste of the first World Series, but they got him back at the deadline, I think, for the 90, in the 93 season. So he was the shortstop for the 93 World Series team, nice. and that felt perfect. He came back and played for the Blue Jays another two times. He played with the Jays <laughs> four different wow. times. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And he happened to be an all-star in 99, so I think it's year – 17 for him wow um he was an all-star five times i do believe so 86 87 89 92 with the padres there and then 99 with the blue jays and yeah the the world series championship may have not happened without him Uh, he had nine runs batted in during the series which was a a record for a shortstop at the time it may still stand i'm not sure wikipedia says uh, that was a record at the time so tony Not known really for his bat, but he had a lot of base hits. I mean, he's 288 average throughout his career, uh, 2,200 hits. You just made me think of uh, Yadi Molina because you brought up yeah. that Yadi was a hitter. I didn't know how great Yadi has been. He's had about 2,200 hits as a catcher as well. He's going to retire this year. So mm-hmm. you know your stuff, man. You know your Benjis. <laughs> who's, uh, the, who's the third Molina brother? <laughs> uh, it's uh, There's uh, Jose, isn't it? I think it's Jose, Yadi, and uh, Benji. Benji. Yeah. Okay, nice. I think. So many, yeah. <laughs> so many Molinas. Yeah. So many I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, Jose Molina. Yeah, that's okay. right. He played nice. the Yankees. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Yankees, next question yeah. here. What's more interesting to you, Aaron Judge's chase for 61 home runs or Albert Pujols' chase for 700 home runs? And just to note, Judge has 54, hit his 54th dinger yesterday, and Pujols has 695, one short of A-Rod and a few short of 700 being part of the, the four-man club because there's only three that have hit 700. This was an interesting one to me. Trey, what's uh, your answer for this one? Yeah, 700, more exclusive, but I'm definitely more interested in Aaron Judge making a single-season chase. I think it's just the time constraints on it are what is so interesting. Like, he only has until this season ends to get to 61, 62, whatever. Is the goal he's chasing? Yeah. Is that chasing 61? Is that what he's chasing? Yeah, he's chasing 61. Okay. I mean, fair enough. It's but, not the record. That's no. the Yankees record, though. It's the Yankees yeah. record. Yeah, but then wouldn't he be chasing 62 to break it? Uh, Nonetheless, I, 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 I'm more I, I, interested I in that. Saying. Like, when he gets to 59, I'll be wanting to see... 
I'll be wanting to see all of those at-bats. Whereas with Pujols, like... I just saw our buddy Grish said uh, he's got a 41% chance to get to 700 this season with the way things are going. He's really picked up. But if for some reason he doesn't get to 700, he could easily come back next year. I know everybody thinks that when somebody says they retired, it means they're <laughs> gone for good. But I also know Lee just told a story about seeing Michael Jordan play for the Wizards, so I don't necessarily <laughs> believe it. A single-season accomplishment to me, just because it can only happen during one year, is more exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, I guess if Pujols gets 699, what does he do then? You know, does he like, man, I got to come back and just crack 700? <laughs> mm. Because as you mentioned, there's only three other guys who have done it. And two of those are the most famous names, I think, in uh, in baseball, Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth. So uh, Barry Bonds obviously being the leader there. Um, so I think he desperately wants it. It'd be pretty funny if it came down to that last game and he's on 699. <laughs> and he's got a... He's got a just cranking. He's got a... He has to go for it. So uh doesn't really make any difference to me. But uh, Pujols is a guy who I have... I do know and I've followed him a little bit and uh, it'd be nice to see him crack 700 and, uh, you know, just leapfrog uh, Rodriguez there as well. A-Rod. Yeah, I don't know if you saw A-Rod's video that he put out uh, talking about making a comeback himself if Pujols gets him. Uh, Very, very (laughs) funny video. Talks about uh, he has a huge puff of his cigar, puts it down on <laughs> puts it down on the railing and says that he's coming back uh, because number thirteen is available with the Yankees apparently. Anyway, uh, so that's the chase. I like judges. I'm more interested in judges because not only is he chasing sixty one or sixty two, it's a good point, yeah. but he's also chasing sixty uh, yeah. just just to get to sixty because no one's hit sixty since Bonds in two thousand one. So that's a long time ago to be part of the sixty homer club. The first uh, since the juice era would be yeah pretty mm. pretty neat. So I think mm-hmm. he's he's chasing a couple things there. While yeah, Pujols chasing seven. And, and listen, that's a, that's American League bias over here. That's happening. That happens with me. I was never a huge follower of the NL, so I was never uh, I was a Pujols respecter, but I was never uh, <laughs> never ne- never riding with uh, every one of his swings. But cool to have him having a bounce back year. It's incredible that it is forty one percent a chance there to get to 700 because no one expected him to get to, to 700 because he's having his best year in a while, but he could another pinch hit home run in his last one. He's had two pinch hit home runs. If you, if you're a left-handed pitcher, if you, if you're the manager of the other team, you got a left-handed pitcher on the Hill. You don't, you just, you just don't throw it at Pujols. You just don't put in a righty. You got to be scared of this guy. This guy is amazing. You're against taking your left-handed. chances with Paul Goldschmidt. Good luck. Yeah, it's a fair point. Fair point. A lot of talk uh, right now about who's going to win the AL MVP between Aaron Judd and Shohei Otani. Ooh, Obviously, yeah. Otani's doing it on the mound as well. But Judge is kind of carrying the Yankees to the playoffs here. They had that great start. Mm-hmm. He's been the only guy who's really been able to keep it up. You got an opinion, Tassie? Ooh, Trey. <laughs> I'm leaning Judge, which is crazy. All uh, rise. Uh, I, I am. Because of all the stats, if you, if you go through, he's leading in so many stats. And I think... Now, looking at the Angels, although no one does, obviously, what Shohei Otani does, he should be MVP every year, people say. I think one detriment, and, and we should get an expert uh, to talk about this, is that he pitches every sixth day. That They lengthen their pitching rotation to six guys to give him more freshness. And they obviously don't have five other good pitchers. And so <laughs> maybe that is a bit of a detriment to the team, that they have to throw out six guys when they don't have enough to throw out there like a regular rotation. So 
I'm I'm knocking that from his MVP <laughs> candidacy. Fair I, enough. I don't know enough about baseball to do that, but I need it to split some hairs, so I'm doing it. I think yeah, the judge the judge storyline has taken over, and it's probably unfair to Shohei Otani because we don't know. I think every baseball writer and fan will also say we don't know how to evaluate this. Yeah, we just don't. He's going to get LeBron a little bit where it's like clearly he should be the MVP because even if he's only pitching every sixth day, I checked Aaron Judge's <laughs> pitching stats. He hasn't taken the mound yet uh, this season. So Otani should clearly be the MVP every year that he's still one of the top 10 pitchers and batters in the league, but he's not going to get it because the Angels stink because of those other five days that he's not able to be out there pitching. So yep. I think there are going to be a lot of times when Lee's going to look back when he's giving out his AL MVPs <laughs> for the past 20 seasons, and Otani's going to come up short just because yeah. the Angels can't win games. Yeah. I mean, he'll win something else, though, won't he? Like pitching award or... Not, well, he's something. not... He's, he's a Cy Young candidate, but not a highly rated Cy so Young So he's like... He's, yeah, he's really yeah. good at two, but not almost... Well, I mean, he is elite, though, isn't he? He's, he's elite, yeah. but there's he, other guys who are just... Uh, a little uh, bit. Just a hair better than him, yeah. I mean, personally, yeah, he's doing two things. <laughs> yeah. So he should be the MVP. He but should be. I know that's not necessarily how it works. Judge has not taken the hill. You know who has taken the hill this year? Yadier Molina. They <laughs> <laughs> had two appearances. There you go. There nice. you go. I don't know how that happens, yeah. but they do that in baseball. All right, we'll take a, a quick, quick break, but after it, JD's pickleball story. Wouldn't you love to travel without the actual, you know, traveling part? For example, I want to go to Lisbon, let's say. I just snap my fingers, I'm there. No driving to the airport, no flight delays, no fools at security who still don't know that, yes, you need to take your laptop out of your bag and place it in the tray. Oh my God, how long have we been doing this? Travel without traveling. I want it both ways, but that's not possible. It is with Mack Weldon, though. Guys tend to think looking sharp means starchy Oxfords and stiff chinos rather than effortless comfort. But this is possible to have it both ways. Mack Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. From their light-as-air underwear to innovative anti-odor tees and versatile yet comfortable pants, Mack Weldon has a full range of clothes that never go out of style. I've got it all. I got the air knit underwear. I got the Ace Collection sweatpants. I've got the Silver Peak polo. Everything fits perfectly. All I get is compliments. Mack Weldon has figured this stuff out. Because performance fabric usually means clothes that look or feel sort of techy or shiny. Mack Weldon clothes are designed to fit your style and the demands of a busy life. They look like regular clothes, which is good. I want regular clothes, but feel like the latest in modern comfort. They're the go-to choice for guys who want to look great without even trying. Get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with the promo code NODUNKS. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code NODUNKS. 
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight? Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Trey reading that in his baseball glove. Isn't this nice? <laughs> Honestly, like this is this is so good. It looks like I'm never looking at notes. Just checking, just checking to see what the catcher wants wants me to throw here. In reality, I know we got the C block coming up. We got JD's pickleball update, so that'll give a. <laughs> That's how they should serve popcorn at a baseball game, like the ice cream in the in the, in the helmet, baseball, the popcorn in the glove. Yeah. All right, great stuff there. Now, on to my most uh, treasured part of this show. I was very excited to hear about JD, who had to leave the ball game at a decent time. He had things to do, mm-hmm. including playing pickleball for the first time the next day. Ain't that right, JD? That's right. Uh, we, my wife, signed us up for a uh, a three hour pickle oh. beginner pickleball clinic that started at nine a.m. So yeah, I left right after the seven. Seventh inning stretch because I wanted to get that stretch in before playing three hours of pickleball, <laughs> uh, and it was a, uh, as Borat would say, a great success. <laughs> I um, loved it. Like so fun. You're a pickler now. I'm a pickleball head. Is that what it, a pickle pickleball head? Oh. <laughs> pickle head, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have I have some complaints. Uh, the first being. Uh, <laughs> You can't get take a good picture playing pickleball <laughs> because the instructor is sort of she went around and she took pictures of everybody playing. Uh, and here's one. Uh, this is actually uh, Rachel playing. She she's in beast mode. She's uh, oh, yeah, she's, you that's know, cool looking. That looks yeah, like that's impressive. all right. She's yeah. ready. She's ready. She's on her toes, ready to pounce. Yeah, yeah. And then here's me. <laughs> 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 and you know, you know how when you uh you think that uh you know, you're playing pickup basketball and you think, man, I can't wait to see the footage of that like yeah, yeah. because I sped down the the, the <laughs> court and <laughs> yes. the highlights are this are going to be amazing. And this is me standing at the ready, ready to return <laughs> and uh just having the time of my life now to be fair like we were playing for three hours yeah but and then the only other shot that i i'm i'm gonna put up is this unflattering thing where i'm hunched over trying to get a a ball but you know i thought i was you know serena out there yeah but uh yeah you can't look good playing pickleball unfortunately but uh yeah great time and uh right before it started there's, I, I'm I'm almost reluctant to tell this, but uh, I'm going to it. It was a very cool story, bro. But uh, she's taking attendance. There's 25 people there. Wow. Yeah, 25 people. So she's going down the list, and she reaches this person's name. I don't know what her real name is. She she said, actually, I I prefer to go by Bun Bun, and she tapped her like. <laughs> The top of her head, like it was sort of a topsy tail type do, and uh-huh. she had a visor on. Like, what? Bun Bun? Really? <laughs> she, this woman was in her fifties, and she wanted to be called Bun Bun. So, so I'm like, okay. 
Then they called Rachel's name, and I thought I'd be right after her, and I wasn't. And then I start thinking to myself, I'm going to say, when she calls my name, actually, I prefer to be called Bun Bun as well. (laughs) (laughs) And it took literally everything in me not to say that. Because it would have been awkward. Like, it would have been, it would have fallen completely flat. You think it would have been another Lee Ellis in a meeting? Ah, That's exactly what I was thinking. This is going to be, this is going to fall flat. And then I'm going to have to spend the rest of the day with these people. And, uh, but as you know, I thought, I thought it was funny. I thought it would have been hilarious. It would have been for exclusively for Rachel who would have died because afterwards we're like, bun bun. Really? I'm disappointed you didn't, Jade. I know. I'm, I'm actually disappointed in myself like, now. Because that sure, if it bombs, it bombs. But if it hits, you're the king of that. Uh, right? Yeah, everyone's yeah, like, man. That's... Yeah. It's set, setting the tone, right? Exactly. Like, we're, exactly. We're already trash talking each other, making fun yeah. of each other's names. Yeah. But I don't know. Bun bun. Uh, <laughs> how would a bun bun have taken it? What do you think? I don't know. That's a thing. Mm. Not well, I don't think. Serious business, pickleball. Yeah. Bun yeah. Not messing around. Anyway, pickleball, great game. Uh, highly recommend it. Why, um, why, why was the person taking photos at the beginning? Oh, that was just the instructor as things were going. I think that's what she does. Like, And then she just shares it in a Google Doc. You know what I mean? Just to, hey, remember all the fun we had at this uh, pickleball clinic? Yeah. Well, I guess it, it's not, It's a nice keepsake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to get this one framed. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so it's I, like clearly I don't want to be there, but based on my body language, I'm gonna to have to work on that. Also, I've got, in case you're wondering, I've got two pickleballs in my pocket. There, yeah, guys. I was, I was wondering, <laughs> and uh, very low brim. Yeah, you look like an MLB closer getting ready to yeah. come in here. Yeah, yeah I'm getting Fierce signals, one. signals from my partner, uh, and I was actually wearing. I've still got the junk, uh, the junk website up because I was wearing a headband under my. Uh, my my hat, which is you can see the sweat still yeah. coming through. So uh, yeah, hot day in in Atlanta. Mm. Pickleball question. This is a dumb pickleball question, but I saw yeah, do it, the, man, the, the photo <laughs> the photo where you weren't beside Rachel. I guess you weren't playing as a team. Do you play on the same side as your partner in pickleball? Yes. Oh okay. Yeah. Sure. Normally it's doubles. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. And I was playing singles. That's another thing about the clinic itself. I got screwed. I uh, I went for a Sir Foster just as people <laughs> were were uh, pairing off and whatever. And so Rachel was just standing there, and there were three, and we're like, "Hey, do you got a partner?" I was like, "Well, my husband's coming back, but okay, I'll go with you." And then she was gone for the rest of the day. Mm. So I I was I and then I was in the odd group out. So there was three. So I was playing singles against these uh, against two ladies, and uh, they were destroying me because <laughs> they're better than me. A and also, it was uh, you know, uh, it was singles, which is it's way faster than tennis if you've ever played. Yeah, tennis. but it's a lot more ground. To you cover. were playing on a tennis court by the looks of it. Then. Yes, yeah, right. yeah. So which you can is, fit two yeah two pickleball courts on one normal, on one normal yeah, right. uh, tennis ball. Yeah. So there's a. It's it's a faster it's a it's a wiffle ball yeah. so it actually you know people get apparently detached retinas are very common in Ooh. in uh, in pickleball because you just you can just get beamed by them so mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah it's uh it's fun totally fun hmm. and then Tass sent me an article that morning that was in the New York Times saying pickleball is more like chess I almost canceled right like <laughs> right then because I'm like. 
uh, I can't wrap my head around like playing chess on a tennis court. Mm. Uh, I, but I, we didn't really get into the strategy yet. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was just happy to bounce that ball right, right, right across. Yeah. It was good. Uh, opposite corner is where you serve, like like, like tennis. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a smaller court, uh, yeah. obviously, and then you switch, and that's the serving rules are very. Both partners serve before you, before you lose the serve, and you have to win on a serve, kind of like volleyball. Yeah. Right. So mm. you serve. You if you I lose a serve, then my partner gets to serve. If they lose the serve, then we we switch. Except on the first one, it's very complicated. Mm. Lee, you would hate the scoring system for pickleball <laughs> because it's. It's the score and then the number of the person who's serving. So it's mm. like if it's one, zero, and then one is the server, right? And then one, zero, two, if I lose a serve and my, my partner is serving. So it goes, that third number is always one or two. It's like, why don't you just use our names? Yeah. You know? Like <laughs> bam, bam. one, bun, bun. zero, bun, bun. Bam, bam. bam, bam. <laughs> we'll be pebbles. Um, all right, great stuff, yeah. Jamie. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll revisit this again next time I play. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Why not? Yeah, your sports loving friends at No Dunks have a Survivor podcast, That's right. uh, a, yeah. no, a No Breaks F One podcast, a baseball podcast. We talked cricket in this show. Mm-hmm. Skates can start a running podcast. Where's the pickleball? Why not? Yeah, you're right. Tyson Apostle, he's oh. a yeah Survivor oh. winner, four time player. Uh, he's a big, four-time player. He's, yeah. he's a professional pickleball player now, isn't he? Or he's he's definitely on like he's, the pickleball tour. Yeah, he's a, he's a pickleball ambassador at yeah. the very least. <laughs> so, gotta have him on. Wow. Well, I don't think you were the only person who was trying out pickleball. Uh, the courts were like packed with pickleballers um, <laughs> the entire weekend. Like you're saying, it's been in the New York Times a few times at this yeah. point. Um, pickleball, pickleball is the wave right now. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've got real courts around the corner from our place. Because oh, it's more like a, a squash sort of thing, isn't it? Where you can bounce it off the wall and still... No. No? No. You can't bounce it off the wall. I thought if it bounced off the wall, as long as it didn't hit the ground, you can still play. I Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Anyway, it's just like tennis in that sense. There's right. like lines on the ground. If it goes out of bounds, it's out. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I've seen courts though as well. Yeah, I saw a, a, an area where there's eight pickleball courts. Eight courts. Mm. More pickleball courts than tennis courts. Shit. It's got the size advantage, I guess. If you have tennis courts, you just throw them on there. Well, and apparently there's a big war between Excuse pickleballers me? and tennis players. Tennis players do not like pickleballers <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> well. Yeah, they're Too the they're yeah they're the Vlasic racket sport. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I tried, I tried. Um, I, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. All right, I'm I'm team pickleball all the way. So the tennis <laughs> people don't at me, bros. <laughs> Anyways, I'll end, what what would be the name of your pickleball podcast? Oh, great question. <laughs> no buns. <laughs> no bun buns. <laughs> yeah, no bun buns. No That's bun it. buns. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing better. That's good. All right, good stuff. Um, what else we got in this uh, this this hub of sports activity this week? We got a no breaks <laughs> coming activity. up. Yeah, we got no breaks tomorrow, one p.m. Eastern. Uh, one of the better races of the season, uh, the Dutch Grand Prix over the weekend. So it should be fun to talk to Graydon about that one. We'll have Is This Good a little bit later this week. Matteo Skeets will be back. I think Lee's going to be mm-hmm. on that baby as well. 
Hopefully some more flatulence talk? No. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. No, come on, Matt. I hope Matt's gone a little deeper into the topic this week. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get more deeper than farts, yeah. though. Anyway, uh, all right, so stay tuned for all those. And if you need an athletic subscription, go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. Subscriptions for only $1 a month for the next six months. But for now, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And The Athletic doesn't have pickleball coverage yet. <laughs> but give it some time. Give it some time, baby. They're pickling out there. We got a pod for you. Pickle pod. Pickling pod. (laughs) See you next time.